0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Stuff, but we're going to talk about it together as a family. So then, see, you don't have to say, well, that was just me, or that was just me, because I believe we're going to cover either one or a whole bunch of areas for you today, but it's going to be kind of like sitting down at the table with Daddy and just saying, Daddy, this is my problem, and then Daddy's going to say, well, I got the answer, because, see, that's our title today, that God has the answer. See, and I'll tell you, though, you go, well, I know that. I'm a Christian. Well, guess what? As a Christian, we can still forget things. We can get in the motions of just going through it and just doing it for doing it. If you're not careful, just going to church for the sake of going to church, you know, looking at a scripture because, well, that's the thing to do. And we're not really grabbing a hold of and getting a revelation of what God has for us. And God has the answer. And he said, you know, I believe this. He said, it's time for us to walk in the victory. It's time for us to walk in the victory. And why? Because there's people outside in the world at your workplace, your neighbors, your family, your friends that don't know Jesus. Or maybe they did at one time, but the devil lied to them. And they got distracted. They got off track. They got, they're on a detour right now. But see, so they need somebody that's got their focus on Jesus. They need to see somebody. I'm not saying somebody that's perfect, but they need to see somebody that's chasing after him, somebody that's going, you know what? God's got the answer. Things are getting better in my life, not worse. So God has the answer. But today we're going to come into agreement with God's word. And like I said, when he first started showing me this and laying this out, I thought, God, this is just kind of, you know, because... Many of you know I like to preach and get all excited, you know, because I love Jesus, and he gets me all excited. But the more I started writing this down, it was like I thought, Lord, this is like we're just, you know, coming to you and sharing our problems, and then you're giving us the answer. And he said, that's what I want to do. That's what he wants to do. So we're going to do what God wants to do, not what I want to do, not what you want to do, but what we need. See what we need in our lives. So let's get started here. Often we find ourselves awakened in the middle of the night. Many of us sometimes you've had worry or fear or struggles of life just seem like they press really hard. And it's just so difficult. And peace sometimes can feel far away. Now, look, don't feel condemned because you go, Well, I'm a Christian and I shouldn't feel that way. We live in a bad world with a bad devil. Okay? Uh, We've got a world that's got a lot of stuff going on that's beyond our control that sometimes presses in on us. Other people do stuff sometimes that does affect us. So we're about all of this bad junk every day. So it's okay sometimes that if you feel like peace feels far away, but today I believe God's going to help you that when you get feeling that way, you're going to know now what to do. Because I'm going to give you some powerful scriptures that are going to be the answer and the key to your life. So sometimes that peace may feel far away. It's even difficult sometimes to think and sometimes things to even feel clarity. And all you can do is you just got all these feelings and all these thoughts that get swirling around in your head. But it's in those very moments that we need to pray the most. It's in those very moments that we need to know God's word. And if you don't, go get the Bible and say, God, help me. Help me. And it's in those times, see, that when we need to pray and when you can't find the words of what to say, God says, say my word. See, because remember, your words frame your world. What you say is what you'll have. So make sure the frame you got around your life is God's word. If you don't like the frame, tear it down. Start all over because that means that something got messed up. If the foundation isn't right, see, it doesn't matter how pretty the foundation is. The whole house will eventually fall in. We can ask Bo. He's well-experienced in this, right? So you can build, you know, hurry up on the foundation and then, you know, take your time on the frame. But if that foundation starts to crack, guess what? Everything's just going to go and it's going to fall in. So we have to have the foundation of God's word and his truth. When we declare his word over our situations, everything changes. Everything. Everything will change. Not your word. I didn't say, well, God, but I feel this and I see that and oh my God, they said this. And, oh, no. no, I said say what God says. Say his word. Declare it because God knows, he understands, and he's very close. So like I said, we're going to spend some time to talk with daddy today. And we're going to learn how to declare His Word over our situation because today God said everything is going to change. Everything. Because His words are living, they're active, and they're powerful. But guess what? You and I have to be the ones to release them. See, when you release God's Word, there's a power that gets activated. It releases the angels of God to go out on your behalf. It releases God to be able to work now for you. And the enemy has to run. But you've got to release the words because the power comes when you release it from your mouth. They are the only thing, God's words, that will bring true peace in our life and the true answers. So whether it be through the brightness of the day or in the darkness of the night that you have found yourself recently or struggling to sleep through the night or getting through the day, these are some powerful verses that are going to help us to focus our heart and our mind on God, to focus our heart and our mind on the answer, not on the problem. We're going to believe today to receive all that he has, and we're going to believe that everything we've declared today from this house is going to happen in our lives and is going to activate and release God's power. So we're in need of peace and truth always to soothe our hearts, and you need some peace and truth right now to soothe your spirit. When you find yourself awake in the middle of the night or fretting during the day on your pressing needs or worries and you're feeling overwhelmed, well, don't get all in condemnation and say, but I'm a Christian. I shouldn't be fretting. I shouldn't be worrying. Well, we're in a world that that's what it's taught. So you're going to have to fight against it. But it's possible with God's word. So we've got to be reminded of this. And how are we reminded? By remembering of his love, his constant love and his healing and his grace that he has for us. Being reminded that his power surrounds us when we open our mouths and declare his word. Reminding ourselves of his love, his love, his love, his love, that no matter what, he loves us. Reminding ourselves of that he set us free. And that he's bigger than any problem or anything that could ever, ever, ever happen in our lives. Or ever face us in this life. There is nothing that the devil can try to send you away that God can't turn around. God's bigger than anything or anyone. But we've got to learn how to lay our burdens before him. We've got to learn how to lay every single one before him. Because, and remember, they're better in his hands, not in ours. Because when we're trying to carry it around and carry them around, guess what? It ain't going to work. Because then you're not going to be in faith. You're going to be in fear. Then you're going to get overwhelmed and burdened. You're going to have to learn to lay it and lay them at God's feet. So let's say this today. Say, Lord, Lord, I lay it. I lay them them before them. before you today. And I will not. Pick it, or them, back up again. Amen. Now today I believe these are some questions that the Lord, I believe the Lord had told me that he felt like that this is what his people are going through. And like I said, see if we're not careful as a Christian, we'll stuff it because we'll say, well I shouldn't be feeling that so I'm not going to deal with it, but all we got to do is apply the word, see and then you'll be delivered. It's okay to feel that way, just don't stay there, okay? So the Lord knows your heart. He knows all that concerns you. But sometimes, see, you've got to stop and say, God, I'm going to spend some time in prayer and in your word to find the answer. So God, help us to guard our hearts and mind in you. When our worries get too big and overwhelming, and we can't see a way out of our circumstances, and we can't understand what you're doing, we've got to be remembered, God sees the bigger picture. See, God sees way down the road. You can only see right in front of you for today. You don't even know for sure about tomorrow. All you can see is this moment right now. But God sees the bigger picture. And begin to thank him that God, no matter what it is, you'll get me through it. Help us to trust you more than we've ever trusted. And we declare today that we're going to allow your peace that passes all understanding to rule and reign and surround our lives afresh like never before. In Philippians 4, 6 and 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. He says, Say it. Say it to me. Give it to me. Let your request be known, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Isn't that just awesome? See, right there, God's already given you a key right there, that you can have peace, that you can have peace, amen? Amen. You know, many of us, sometimes you experience, especially, I don't know if you've noticed, but, you know, the nighttime when the enemy's attacking or you've been going through stuff, it seems like the nighttime is the worst. It seems like that's when you are sleep or when you're trying to make an important or a big or a critical decision. It seems like the nighttime, see, your mind is just going over and over and over about those big decisions, and they're pressing hard on you, and you can't see the answers, But you got to believe and say, God, you will lead me. You're leading us. And say, Lord, help me to hear your voice. Help me to see that your hand is guiding me through every situation and through every way. Make the way clear to me. I I declare I have clarity of mind. I have a sound mind in Jesus' name. And listen, Pastor had said this when he was talking. And pray and say, Lord, open the right doors and close the ones that aren't meant for us to walk through. And we give it to you right now. We give you this decision. We give you this critical thing right now to you in Jesus' name. And we believe that you are going to help us. You're working on my behalf. Even as I sleep tonight with sweet sleep, and go through the day, I know that whatever this big decision is or whatever, God, I got to do, you're going to show me the way and show me the right door. In Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28, and 30, I'm going to read this in two things, but the one I want Sonia to put up is in the message, Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28, and 30, but I'll read it to you, this first one. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm going to read it to you in the message because it's really powerful in there. Just hold on. Okay. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. I'm going to tell you that is powerful right there because, see, without rest, it's hard to really do anything. It's hard to enjoy life. See, but God right here said, look, give it to me, bring it to me, and I'll give you real rest. Many of you today are saying, and I believe throughout the week and even been years, you've cried out and said, God, but I'm hurting, and the pain feels too great. I don't know about my future. I don't even know what you want me to do, or this happened, or that happened, and it seemed like it changed everything. So my plan, my nice little neat plan that I had all written down for my future seemed like it just got all turned upside down. It's all messed up, God. So now what are you doing? You're beginning to hurt and you're beginning to fear because now you don't know the future. But God said, guess what? We're going to have to replace that fear with faith. We're going to take those burdens and the care of your heart and give them to God because God will take the pain away and then he'll bring peaceful sleep to you in the night. But you can thank him right now and say, God, thank you for healing me. Thank you for this huge, huge grace that you're going to encircle my life with. That you're going to begin to encircle me like never before. That the angels of God are going out before me and they're protecting me and they're bringing in the answers and they're bringing in the favor of God all around my life. I thank you for the comfort that surrounds me night and day. I thank you that you're my redeemer and that you always turn everything around that the enemy meant for my destruction God will always turn everything around God didn't do it to you but he'll make sure that the devil will pay and everything the devil stole from you God will restore to you double back, better than ever before, ever imagined. But you're going to have to believe, God, you'll turn this around. The enemy meant to kill me. The enemy meant to destroy me. The enemy meant to stop me. But today, God, everything is turning around for my good, for my greater in Jesus' name. Because in Psalms 23, 1 through 6, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. He makes me lay down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He, leads me, um, he restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Well, maybe today, though, you're crying out and you're saying, God, my spirit has been aching. And I'm filled with despair. I'm a Christian, and I shouldn't be feeling this, but I'm feeling despair. So now the enemy's got you thinking, well, maybe you're not saved, or maybe you've done something horribly wrong, because why are you feeling so despaired? Why are you feeling so downtrodden? Why are you feeling depressed? Christians aren't supposed to feel this way. Yes, you can, but we're not going to stay there, because today's your day of deliverance. So today, when you feel like that darkness has surrounded you and now it feels like it's so deep down inside of you and you can't even seem to find your way, you begin to feel like you're lost and desperate and maybe you're the only one that feels this way and the night turned on you. God said, no, you're not the only one, my child. There's a lot of them out there. That's why today I've come with the answer for you. I've come today to give you the answer. Let's pray and say, God, help me. Bring me relief and restore my hope, I'm desperate for your peace and your healing, and we'll begin to thank him because say, God, it's over. No more feeling despaired. No more feeling like I can't go on. No more feeling like there's no hope because God says, I've got the promises. Every promise in my book is for you. It's yes and amen. I'm going to lift you up out of this pit that the devil meant to bury you in, because I know the plans that I have for you, and it's to give you a future and a hope. Let's look at Psalms 46. We're going to read 1 and 2, and then we're going to read verses 10 and 11. As they put that up there, good. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, he says... Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. I'm going to tell you, God said, he is the I am. He is the Almighty. God said, I am your everything. There's nothing that God cannot and will not do if we will call out to him. I'm going to tell you, we got a lot of Christians feeling like this, and I know there's many in here today, but thank God today is your day of deliverance. We don't have to feel this way no more. Maybe you've been wounded. Maybe you've been wounded by somebody very close. Maybe it's been a mate, a friend, a child, a mother, a father. Maybe you feel betrayed by someone very close maybe you feel so broken hearted you just feel like there's no way I could ever feel whole again I go around everything, everybody thinks everything's wonderful but deep inside I'm broken I wonder if I could ever fully recover from this deep hurt that's been done to me so deep down inside I've buried it so deep I've just learned to deal with it it has become my normal God said no more today because it's getting out we're digging it out by the root We thank you, Lord, today that through these struggles and what the devil has meant to destroy me today, I'm going to learn how to forgive. Help me to forgive them and help me to let go. We ask that when the enemy taunts us and he lies and he tries to bring up the hurt of the past, that I will begin to declare, God, you silence his voice. You silence the voice of the enemy, the liar. No more will those things be brought up to me. No more. His voice is silenced once and for all. And I will walk free. Say, I will walk free. We thank you, Lord, right now that we're going to move forward and walk in peace and freedom. And we're going to begin to pray for those who hurt us. We're going to begin to pray right now, God, that you're going to help us to pray for those who have hurt us. And we're going to ask for the power, your power, to work mightily within their lives and help me to be free once and for all. We leave them in your hands And we find comfort in your spirit, Lord. God said today as you release them and forgive them, he's going to bring a strength to your spirit like never before. There's going to become a renewing of your spirit. And that's some of why all these other things happen in your life, why you're so easily wounded, why you're so easily offended, why you feel so easily the victim is because you've been holding and why you so easily get sick because you've been harboring Unforgiveness, but God said, "Today we're letting it go. We're letting them go." And God said, "I'm going to strengthen your spirit. Your spirit, I'm going to strengthen your spirit, man, like never before. Your physical body, your emotions, and your mind are be- going to become strong like never before." In Psalms twenty nine eleven, it says, "The Lord gives strength to his people." And the Lord blesses his people with peace. But how do we get strength and peace? We got to forgive. We got to let go. You know, there's another thing that just seems to, to just uh, be like run like wild, even in the Christian church and that sphere. Well, today we're going to be reminded that God said, I have not given you a spirit of fear. So if you've got fear, then you can't have faith. So we've got to get rid of fear. And how do we get rid of fear? We replace it with the word of God. We replace it with the promises of God. We start saying what God says and not the problem. We don't talk the situation because that's what's causing the fear. So if we start saying what God says, then we're going to get strong. We're going to be renewed. And then faith will replace the fear. Amen? So we're going to, be able to begin to say thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, that I do not have fear. I thank you, God, that you're with me, that your protection and your presence surrounds me, that it's your powerful living word of God that surrounds my life. I thank you, God, today that you're covering your people and reminding us that your angels surround us and protect us and go before us. But now remember, your angels' hands stay tied When you're talking the problem, they cannot be released on your behalf till you start saying God's word. When you declare the word of God, your angels are released immediately on your behalf into every situation because power has now been released on your behalf. But if you're talking doubt and you're talking unbelief and you're talking the problem, then their hands are tied. So say the word of God and release them on your behalf. We thank you, God, that you never sleep and never slumber, that you're constantly watching over us, constantly aware. So why? So that we can get sweet sleep, so that we can have peaceful sleep. Thank God for that. So I need you to say this. Say, we choose choose faith over fear fear. Right right now. And we ask you. Surround us, Surround us. With, your with your peace like never before. Like never before. Amen. Amen. In Isaiah 41.10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Oh, thank God. What'd he say? He said, so do not fear. He said, why are you fearing? I'm with you. I'm right here. Why are you fearing? God said, I'm with you. Now, I think this is a big, big one in the world, but also in the body of Christ, because we've some degree we've been taught that it's not okay to feel sad or to have grief. But it is a normal process. But it's not normal to have grief and stay there. Because then that's when the enemy gets in. See, and then he'll start destroying you. He'll bring in depression. He'll bring in defeat. See, then it's like you can't even function. But it's okay. Okay, God said it's okay to be sad, to have had your heart broken, to miss someone, to have grief. But with God, he said, I'll help you through the process. Amen? Amen. So today you might be crying out and say, my heart's breaking for whatever reason. It's just been broken, Lord. It just feels like it's broken. I feel sad. I have grief. I've lost a special loved one. I've lost someone dear to me, and nothing can fill this void. Nothing, God, seems to be filling this void that I have that's so deep inside. But God said, I want to remind you that I'm near to the brokenhearted i'm near to those who have been crushed in spirit i'm near to those who are grieving so right now god says right now as you grieve god said i'm going to begin every day to release more and more from you and you're not going to forget them you're going to have memories Talk about the good memories. It's still okay to cry and talk and cry. Go through the process, but then be rejoicing and saying, I'm going to see him again. I'm going to see him again. So, God, I ask you today to bring comfort to your people, soothe the pain in their hearts, send gentle reminders that your presence is always with us. Let them know that you'll always, always be there, surrounding them with your love and your comfort. Turning the circumstances from very sad, then they'll become very glad because now you get to share the memories and the hope of seeing them again. We thank you for that reminder, God. We thank you for the little reminders that you bring across our paths about your love and the things that they meant to us. We thank you for bringing us through the storm to the other side of our grief. We will get through it. Because today, say today, Today, I choose choose hope hope in in you. In Psalms 34, 18, it says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. See, he's selling you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm close to you. I want to help you. Let's go through this together. You know, there's many a times you get wide awake in the night, and sometimes you don't know why. But if you're listening and be quiet and still, sometimes it is for you, but a lot of times it's because God wants you to pray for somebody else. And he's teaching you, by awakening you. Because why do you think God does it sometimes in the nighttime? I know He does that with me. Why? Because we're so busy during the day. It just seems like we're just too busy to really listen unless you have some time and you sit for a minute. But it seems like in the nighttime he can goes, Oh, here's a good opportunity. Here's a good opportunity, because they can't go nowhere now, they can listen. So sometimes don't be alarmed when you find yourself wide awake and you've been woken up. Because then say, God, what is that burden inside? Help me to pray. You've woken me up for a reason. So I'm not going to waste it. Amen? Help me to know what that burden is. I don't have the words, but you know. Please help me, God, to intercede and to pray for them. Show me how to pray, either over my situation or over theirs. Begin to ask for his presence and say God help them in their hearts right now. You know a lot of times God will just show you the person's face. You don't need to sit there and be begging God what is it, what's the problem? You don't need to know. Just pray. That's all you need to do is pray and say God how do you want me to pray? And God will help you. We don't know all what's happening in their lives but God will and we say God help me to know how to pray. And God, I declare your power and your might and your spirit to fill their lives like never before. Let them know, God, that somebody is praying for them. Let them know that their circumstances, God, you're taken care of. Pray that you would continue, that God would continue to draw us close to always be praying. Have a heart sensitive for one another and a heart to pray, God's heart. That's what your heart cry needs to be, is God, help me reveal your heart to us. See, when you look at others, and sometimes you want to go, they don't need prayer, or they don't deserve prayer, that's when you say, God, show me your heart and how to pray for them. It's okay, you're human, we're human. Sometimes you have those thoughts, but shut them down real quick, and then just say, God, help me. Hear your heart. Reveal your heart to me of how to pray for them and how to pray over this situation. Show me what burdens you over their lives. Show me how to pray with the guidance of your spirit, not what I think for them or what they should be doing. Help me to pray with your guidance and your spirit. James 4.8 says, and as Pastor Ron comes, it says, draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. Now listen, that's a key. See, if we're not careful, we're always over here. And we're wondering, why can't I hear God? Where's God? Where's God? God's like, I'm right here. Just come a little closer. Quiet yourself and hear. Because God says right here, he's not a liar. He says, draw near to God. And he will draw near to him. So anytime we ask him for anything, God's listening. He's just waiting for us to come near to Him. You know, all of these things we need to remember to bring to God. You know, whether it's grief, whether it's brokenness, whether it's hurt, whether it's been physical or mental abuse, we need to bring it to God. You know, maybe it's a life uh, threatening decision in your life, maybe it's a family decision, it's critical or you're seeing your family being destroyed by drugs or alcohol, or just by going the world's way, so heavy, give it to God. Give them to God. Because God said today, see, I gave you an answer for everything. God is the answer. See, and when we'll seek him, see, then you'll begin to walk in a peace. I'm telling you that passes all understanding because you quit trying to do it. Quit trying to fix them. See, it's not our job to fix them. It's not our job to change them. It's our job to pray and give them to God. And you know what the best, best therapy is? And the best way for you to do this? Is go pray for someone else that's in trouble. Give them to God and then start praying for someone else's family member. Start focusing on someone else's situation and problems. And guess what? See, then you ain't got time to be fretting or getting in fear over your family, over your loved one, or over your circumstance because you're praying for someone else. You know, I'll tell you, that's the key every time. You know, that's got me through many, many and many storms and tornadoes. I'm going to tell you, when I felt like I was right in the middle of it, I begin to say, okay, God, here it is, or here they are, and I, gotta, I started focusing on someone else's situation, praying for them, praying for their children, praying for their troubles. And it kept my sanity. It began to bring peace and clarity. I began to get strong again. See, I broke the devil's hold on me over fear and doubt, and I began to have peace. So begin to pray for others and give your children or situation or family member to God and pray for someone else and watch because then God this is what you say. Say, God, I thank you that you're sending others to come across their path. They won't listen to me. Send other people that will talk, Jesus, Jesus, talk the love, talk, 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 because when they won't listen to you, they'll listen to somebody else. You're faithful to minister to others. God will send them to your family. God's even answering even now as we speak. I'm telling you, God said today he was going to turn it all around. I'm telling you, God right now is speaking to broken hearts and grieved spirits. And he's speaking right now. He's going to send people to your loved ones, to your mates, to your children, to your relatives, distant relatives that you've been praying and crying out for. God said, I'm sending people right now. Get your focus over here. I'm taking care of them. I'm taking care of your problem right now. I'm taking care of your circumstance. I'm taking care of what they told you could not happen. I'm taking care of that door that you just seem like you think it's been closed. God just said, you've been looking at the wrong door. God said, I got a better door over here. Lift your eyes up and listen to me and look to me. And God said, I'll guide you. Didn't he tell us that he said, I'll guide you. I'll direct you. He'll direct our steps. God said, I'm the healer of your body. Today you shall live long and strong. I declare right now that every sickness and everything that's been attacked from the enemy will have to repay. Your body's going to be better than it's ever been before. Restored to the days of our youth in Jesus' name. Everything that he's taken will have to be paid back financially. Time and energy right now bodies being restored and strengthened under the power of God and I thank you from now on at night when you close your eyes that the peace of God will rule and reign over you you may awaken but it'll only be to pray it won't be because you're threatened and worrying about them or it you're going to be awakened to say God thank you for the answer Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your restoration. Thank you for restoring everything the devil has stolen. Thank you for showing me how to pray and be sensitive to others. And as I do that, you're taking care of every one of my needs. Thank you for the joy of the Lord coming back into my life. Joy, joy! You gotta dance. In your step, you feel like you're 20 years younger because of the joy of the Lord will rule and reign in your life. People will come to you and say, What you so happy about? I can't even tell you. All I know is that Jesus lives on the inside of me, Jesus saved me, healed me, delivered me from death many a times children and my grandchildren and will to a thousand generations as long as the lord tarries let my life be the story the tales of his love the tales of his goodness the tales it don't matter what you've done or where you've been god said i love you go out there and let them see love They need to know love. And that's got to be you and me. We got to be the book that's open and tells the story of God's love. It's time we live whole lives, restored lives, victorious lives. People are crying out there. They're dying without knowing that somebody loves them. And it's your and my job to do that. Maybe you could relate today to one or more of these situations. All of us can if we're truthful. God said today is your day of deliverance. Today I'm going to take every situation and I'm turning it around. God said today is the day for it to never be the same again. Today is the day that God said I'm turning it around. If you need something turned around in your life, if you need to be healed in your mind or your heart or your spirit, if you need a loved one to come to Jesus, stand now. I'm telling you, God said, when you do something, God said that I, what that does is it invites me into you and into the situation. God said, I'm releasing and activating my power today. Because today Is your day of victory. I don't care what it is. I don't care what they've done. I don't care what you've done. God said today, I'm delivering my people. I'm bringing peace and healing and wholeness and joy to your life. Father, right now, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you, God, right now that you're walking among your people. You're touching hearts that have been grieved that have been hurt, that have been broken. You're touching bodies, God, that need creative, miraculous miracles and healing right now. You're touching minds that have been tormented with depression and thoughts right now, tormenting, tormenting, even of what someone's done to them, God, or even of their past. I declare peace right now that their minds, their minds, God, are only filled with your peace and your presence and your words, God. They're sound minds. The enemies try to tell them you're losing your mind. No, you're not losing your mind. No, you may be getting old, but you're being restored to the days of your youth. Your mind is sharp. Your body will run the journey and run it well. I thank you, God, that there is a wholeness coming and a victory to your people. A victory over their lives and over their situations and where things have just been seemed like all the time they say God I just struggle with this the finances, my health it's always this, it's always that God said today we're in the lane of victory we're going down victory lane we're crossing the finish line your harvests are coming in Keep sowing your seeds. Sow your words, sow your finances. God said the harvests are coming in. Harvest, plural, plural. But you've got to keep on sowing. Keep on believing and keep on declaring. I thank you, God, right now. And Father, if there's anybody here right now that needs Jesus, if you've never accepted Jesus, never in your life, let today be the day. Just raise your hand. And Father, we just thank you right now. With thank you, God. With thank you, God. For saving your people, healing your people, delivering your people this day. I'm t- I keep hearing cre- creative, miraculous miracles. Both in bodies and in situations. God said, I'm releasing creative, miraculous miracles. Healing in bodies and in situations. All you got to do, put your hands up for just a minute and receive it. God said, I'm giving it out right now. You say, well, that's just foolish. No, God said, when we do something, it's an act of faith. I thank you right now. Release it upon your people right now. In Jesus' name. And they will stand to testify of your goodness and of your glory. And if you can agree with that, say amen. Amen.